Well, it's good to have you with us here on a Thursday. Good morning. I'm Eric Carpenter, and this is KCVLKCRK. The world is a strange place these days. A lot of things uh, you shake your head at. We'll be talking about some of that today. We'll be uh, talking a little bit about the 2,000 Mules documentary going to be shown at the Ag Trade Center this afternoon. And a big event coming up over the weekend down in Chowila for outdoor enthusiasts. That all coming up. Experience, technology, satisfaction, a written warranty, and over 30 years experience. That's what makes Davis Auto Rebuild stand out from the rest. At Davis Auto Rebuild, customers are our number one priority, and we realize how difficult it is to be without your vehicle. So we make it easier for you with loaner and rental cars, and also help with your insurance claims. Call Davis Auto Rebuild at 684-3137 or stop in at 1175 South Main in Colville and see the Davis Auto Rebuild difference. Well, the Stevens County Commissioners, day before last, had met, discussed, and really decided what they were going to do in this situation with the Stevens County Prosecutor, Tim Rasmussen, and the former county commissioners. Well, the commissioners found out uh, they better not make that decision because, well, they were in violation of the Open Public Meetings Act. They had not given any public notice of what they were doing. So they decided to put that off until yesterday. In which time, two of the Stevens County Commissioners did take action, and that would prohibit further litigation in the matter by the county prosecutor. The idea of this meeting that I had had to do a special thing is to bring up the proposal from the previous board, their draft resolution they wanted us to sign. I'll just kind of give a brief background. At the time we got the resolution from Donna Shields, Steve Parker, I contacted Tim Rasmussen, our prosecutor, to have a discussion about the proposal of this because we really hadn't had any discussion as a board about where we were at, how this worked, or anything that was going on with the case, you know, with the previous board and our current prosecutor. So we had Tim come over. He kind of explained what has happened so far and with the appellate court and the decision and how much money had been spent. And I kind of reached out to him that it seemed like we would have some conflict Beings, I have a present board member that the case is with and you know, him being the attorney involved. He was appointed us a new conflict attorney, which is Jim Nagel out of Walla Walla County. He's an attorney down there. with I think he had at least 30 years of experience. So we reached out to him and Mark and I did an executive session with Mr. Nagel and proposed some questions to him about this resolution and some effects and different things that may come about signing a resolution of that nature. So after the first meeting there, we waited back to get his opinion from us just to give us legal advice on how to proceed forward. From his response, it seemed like there was potential to do different things, but it would expend more county tax dollars, possibly. At the time, I was feeling like more it would be more appropriate probably just to try to 
draft a letter up to kind of more or less make a statement to the county on my position, Mark's position, on what we were going forward with. So the meeting I had yesterday, we had another executive session after it. We drafted up a letter here basically to talk to Mr. Nagel about if that was appropriate, what kind of legal actions we could be looking at if it was worded differently. Mark, did you want to say anything? Sounded like Commissioner McCard has removed himself from the hearing here. So if there was going to be any conflict. Excuse me, Greg. He did recuse himself from this. He didn't want to have the appearance of having any sort of conflict at all. Cool. Okay. I'll just propose to read the letter here. We can go from there. At the end of it, I just need to propose a motion to, as a board, sign the letter. Dated June 8, 2022, to the citizens of Stevens County. As reported, the Court of Appeals ruled in the favor of the prior Board of County Commissioners regarding the spending of the homeless funds. The elected prosecutor decided to appeal the decision to the Supreme Court of Washington. This decision was never discussed with us in advance, and we were never provided an opportunity to review the financial impact that further litigation would have on the county resources. We have been advised by Mr. Esman that he has the legal right to pursue an appeal. However, as duly elected commissioners who have been trusted to act in our best interests and financially responsible, we cannot support the decision to continue the litigation. To date, the county has expended over or close to $120,000 for the conflict attorney to handle this case for Mr. Rasmussen. Given the current state of the economy and the financial impact this litigation has already had and the anticipated additional cost to pursue this appeal, continued litigation is not in the financial best interest of Stevens County. These funds could be spent serving the needs of citizens of this county. Chairman Gregion. Mark? I move that we vote to approve the signing of this letter. I'll second it. All in favor say aye. 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 That's two and one abstained, and that is the end of it. Thank you. All right, we'll find out. You know, a lot of times we've thought that's the end of it. <laughs> this this just does not seem to go. You know, ironic as it is, the, uh, the you know, they went through the process to make things legal yesterday. They really did it the day before the letter obviously uh, was dated June the 7th and then overwritten saying June the 8th. Uh, so they uh, they may not have actually taken a vote uh, on the 7th, but uh, the decision was made and the letter was drafted, was all done prior to any public meeting. But... Uh, that's the decision of the Stevens County Commissioners. And maybe, I'm not going to put this at 100%, but uh, maybe this brings an end to this ongoing saga over uh, when the uh, commissioners illegally uh, spent some homeless money. For top-notch customer service and unmatched choices in insurance products, you can depend on the folks at Guide Insurance Services in Colville. For home and auto, farm, life, health, personal and business insurance policies, call for a free quote and take advantage of rates, benefits, and services designed to give you more for your money. Call Guide Insurance Services today at 684-5850 or stop in at the Town Center Building, 298 South Main, Suite 101. Well, we all know that uh, the rules in Canada differ from the United States. And here in the United States, at least in the past, we have enjoyed many freedoms that uh, Canada has not. 
although we are very quickly narrowing that gap. It took a lot of people by surprise, the equivalent to the Attorney General, Minister of Justice and Attorney General in Canada, made these comments that have people in Canada shaking their heads. Well, look, we'll, uh, we'll obviously uh, tailor uh, the provisions so that, uh, so that um, uh, it could withstand a, a court challenge. You don't have uh, an absolute right to own private property uh, in Canada. It is, uh, there, are, uh, there are steps that are taken when expropriations happen at, at whatever level of government, and we'll be sure to stay within those boundaries. You do not have the absolute right to own private property in Canada. Words from the mouth of the Attorney General in Canada. One of those things give you something to think about on a Thursday. Don't blink. Sandra's Furniture is giving away four tickets to the Kenny Chesney Here and Now Tour. Sandra's Furniture wants to give you and three friends tickets. It's a simple wine, it's summertime. To see Kenny Chesney, Dan and Shay, Old Dominion, and Carla Pierce on July 16th in Seattle. All you need to do is stop into Sandra's Furniture in downtown Colville and enter your name into the drawing. You can enter once a day until June 30th. Hurry into Sandra's Furniture today. Hey, if you like a lot of adrenaline when you are recreating, ah, it might be the Chewila City Park this Saturday. It is the Chewila Trail Twisters Day in the Park. We talked with Robert Nelson, gave us a lot of the details. The Chewila Trail Twisters with special guest Center of Lift invite you to a day in the Chewila City Park Saturday, June 11th from 10 to 10. Live music starts at 7 p.m. with Eric E. On display for the day, take a close look at the paragliders and hang gliders seen soaring high above the Colville River Valley near Chewila off Inkler's Point. Championship snowmobiles will also be there fresh off the 2022 WCC Oval Race venue. Trade stories with the racers and some of the best backcountry snowmobile riders in the Pacific Northwest. Special thanks to Steve-O's Restaurant in Republic for helping the Chewila Trail Twisters offer burgers and brats for the day. Top that with a beverage from the local microbrew giant Fired Up Brewery. Bottom line, it is a new club based off of the old club, and we're trying to develop a relationship between motorized and non-motorized interest in this community, in this area. We meet monthly to discuss area trail systems and provide access opportunities for anything from snowmobiles, horseback riding, mountain biking, four-wheeling side-by-side, and track area closures in the surrounding community. June 11th from 10 to 10. And the live music would start at 7. The Chewila Trail Twisters Club, where motorized and non-motorized interests recreate together. See you in the park. All right, that's Robert Nelson. If you're interested in joining in the Trail Twisters, uh, stop by the park in Chewila Saturday. They're going to be there 10 till 10. A lot of music starting about 7. Um... 
down at the Chihuahua Park. Talk to them there and find out all about the Chihuahua Trail Twisters. Motorized and non-motorized. Recent depredations attributed to the Togo Wolf Pack, then the discovery of dead wolves that were possibly poisoned here in Northeast Washington. That's sparking criticism against the Department of Fish and Wildlife. Some people want the culling of wolves that kill cows and other animals. Others say the department has been too silent on the discovery of the dead wolves. Well, here's what Fish and Wildlife has to say. This is Stacy Lehman, Communications Manager with the Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife. The Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife confirmed two wolf depredations attributed to the Togo Pack on May 17th and the following day, May 18th. Those depredations make for a total of five depredations in the last 10 months that are attributed to that pack. And those resulted in two dead and three injured livestock since August 6th of 2021. WDFW staff did discuss the depredations and use of non-lethal measures in this pack territory because the Togo pack had been involved in five depredations in the past 10 months, lethal removal was considered. So we reviewed the situation and forwarded it to Director Kelly Suswin, who decided not to initiate lethal removal at this time. The affected producer and ranch staff currently check their cattle several times a day and will continue to do this until they're moved to their summer pastures and allotments. The producer has been really good about communicating with WDFW staff. He's conducted carcass sanitation. They've removed sick or injured livestock when found and reported any suspected depredations. So the department will continue to coordinate with livestock producers in the area, the Northeast Washington Wolf Cattle Collaborative and Cattle Producers of Washington to encourage frequent range riding presence in the area. And then if there are more depredations, we will go back and reconsider what to do next. The Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife is aware of and actively investigating dead wolves found in Stevens County. Because this incident is under active investigation at this time by law enforcement, we aren't able to provide further information at this time. Often, in order to avoid jeopardizing an investigation like this, information is withheld in order to prevent evidence destruction and to protect the safety of our officers and other officers who may be involved and ensure a case isn't compromised. We want to be able to collect enough information such that a solid case can be referred to a prosecutor because without sufficient evidence, a conviction can't be made. So this approach is fairly standard with wildlife agencies across the country and is used often. We do ask that people report any information about the death or harassment of wolves to our WDFW enforcement line at one 933 9847 and there is information at that line on how you can submit it anonymously we don't want to put out too much information that could tip somebody off for instance anything like that so it's really standard in law enforcement to keep details quiet as long as you can in order to continue to gather information and clues and build a case a lot of the time until you have some solid evidence nothing is put out all right there you have information from the Department of Fish and Wildlife. 
If you are a private landowner in the Colville Valley, Vaughan Brothers Lumber, a longtime local business and employer in the area, is ready to offer competitive prices and fair market value to purchase your standing timber, logs, or timbered acreage. The experienced forestry staff at Vaughan Brothers offers free consultations and assessments of your forested land and can also assist in the Department of Natural Resource permitting process when you are ready to harvest your timber. Call the forestry staff today at 509-684-5071 or look for additional information on the web at www.vaughanbrothers.com. Cal Raleigh and Ty France both homered for the Mariners. They beat the Astros 6-3. They win a series in Houston. The Mariners took three, two of three from their division rival Astros. They win their fourth consecutive series overall and their first uh, series win in Houston since September of 2018. Seattle has struggled when they've been at Houston. It's an off day, travel day for the Mariners. They are back home starting tomorrow night. They'll be taking on the Boston Red Sox for three. That'll be a six o'clock pregame on Friday on 92.1 KCRK. Geno Smith says he briefly considered leaving Seattle as a free agent this past offseason, but then Russell Wilson was traded to Denver. Smith was told he would be in the competition with Drew Locke. Uh, be the Seahawks starting quarterback. The competition, still one of the big focuses in Seattle's offseason. The mandatory mini camp taking place this week. Smith and Locke say they're not trying to overanalyze the competition, just trying to take advantage of their opportunities. Well, likely, we're not going to really have a resolution to who the starting quarterback will be until we get into those preseason games in August. Today's local weather forecast brought to you by Colville Glass. Colville Glass excels at auto glass repair and replacement, residential and commercial windows, as well as mirrors and shower doors. They've been serving the people of our area since 1966 at 111 South Oak. Possibility of showers, eh, peg that at about 50% for today, 74 for an afternoon high. Rain tonight, 53. Still a chance of showers on Friday, 74 for a high. Showers and thunderstorms Friday night, overnight low of 54. Rain, thunderstorms on Saturday, 73 for a high, down to 49 overnight. More showers on Sunday, more rain on Monday. Still a chance of showers Tuesday. By midweek Wednesday next week, with 70 degrees, it should be mostly sunny. For complete auto glass, low-E vinyl windows for your home or storefront, you can count on them. Colville Glass. Uh, no wind. Just uh, enough to make the leaves move a little bit. Um, barometer. At 30.10, and we are starting the day off at 56 degrees. It's 29 minutes past 7. I'm Eric Carpenter. We really appreciate your joining us. By the way, 
2,000 mules, the documentary. It's going to show a lot of things that went on in the 2020 election that were just plain 100% illegal. No ifs, ands, buts about it. 2,000 Mules, the documentary, going to be showing at the Ag Trade Center this afternoon, 3 o'clock. If you can't make it at 3, we'll see you there at 5.30. 2,000 Mules, the documentary at the Ag Trade Center here in Colville.